it. There's no way I'm being funny today. Why? Well, I just don't feel very funny. That's all, mister. Do you usually feel funny? Yeah, usually I'm all like this. But now today I'm just like this. Mm, I don't feel so funny. It's crazy because no one in class ever laughs at your jokes, but they're laughing at you a lot today. I, huh? They are? Yeah. I mean... Like they were cracking up at your shit today. They were? Yeah. Huh. Like, but I wasn't doing anything today. Everybody was kind of, kind of just there pointing and laughing and... Oh. I was crying. That wasn't doing any jokes. That was, that was, that was sad. So you were, you weren't crying on purpose. No. People thought that was a bit. Maybe they were just laughing at you crying. But they were laughing. They were laughing. Okay. I think I feel funny today again. It also could be because your underwear is sticking out of your pants. Oh, that was it! (laughs) (laughs) Welcome, everybody, to Copying Homework. I'm Logan. I am Dalton. And I guess we still do this. Here we are! (laughs) It's been a while. It's been a minute, guys. Like six weeks? It's probably Four weeks, been, five. It's been like a hundred? month and a half since we recorded, and then we put out an episode maybe like a month ago. We had like two more episodes to put out, but we didn't do it. And guess what? Now they're in the vault because I don't remember what we said, and I don't feel like going back through them. Fuck them. Eh, that one was eh, whatever. I don't care about them. Uh, we're we're starting over, new new leaf. I think our last episode was with Tilu. Yeah. Uh, it was a, that was a good one. That was a fun one. It's very fun. You guys probably liked it. I don't know. Maybe you didn't. I don't now care. we're back at it. We're back. Maybe this will be more normal now. We were. We did have. We had both had some travel time and travel time. Um, tough months. Tough months. It's tough months for the boys. It's not going to be like we're not going to talk about it. We weren't all super. I think it was around. It's like middle of summer last year. I think we used the podcast as like a little journal for all of our woes. Yeah, we're not going to do that this time. We're not going to do that. This we're time. not going to tell you Guess why what? it was tough. We've Fuck talked off. about it personally off mic. Yeah. And guess what? If you want to know, shoot us a text. You won't, though. And guess what? We probably don't want to talk about it via text either. Yeah. I'm at a good point. I'm at a good point. Yeah, I feel good. I'm happier than I've been in months. You know you know when you're good is when you keep saying, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm really good. No, guys. I'm like me. totally good. I'm good. No, I do feel good. And now everybody at home is going like, what do they feel good about? You're not gonna know. You're not gonna You're know. You're not gonna know what we feel good about. You know. I think when we start leaving stuff out of the pod, that's been a running joke. You'll start to pick up on it. But. There's certain things. <laughs> certain things will be come to light, um, and most of the listeners probably know uh, most of the stuff. But you know what? You're not gonna. You're not gonna know everything. Not everything's for you. Yeah. Fuck off. Just kidding. Just, Just kidding. kidding. We Just love kidding. you. Just keep listening. We love all three of you. What do we used to do on this thing? So, well, hey, now I get to actually do my classic Logan thing. This is the rapport building section. Oh, this is your favorite thing. Yeah, do. these are little catch-ups. And then we do social studies. And then we do show and tell. Show and tell. Oh, we do show and tell. Then we do social studies. And then we do the guidance office. We... Didn't put a poll. We out. didn't prepare for the guidance no. office, so we're just not going to deal with that this yeah, week. Yeah, who cares? Didn't check the email either, so if we got anything in there, doubt we do. I guess I could check it, but I'm not gonna. Not gonna. Uh, we'll just we'll we'll figure out something else for that. So updates, updates, updates. We just um, talked about how we're not really updating on the main. St- <laughs> um, we we're, we're a couple coffee boys again. Couple coffee boys again. Uh, we. Our co-workers once again. Yeah, we are co-workers once again. I assumed my old role 
we will our shop will be expanding we'll be opening our second location and i will be heading up a lot of the marketing efforts for well not all, not a lot all of them for the launch of the new shop so that's exciting yeah i'll be doing a lot of the operations and production i'm getting out from behind the bar you're getting more behind the bar more behind the bar of uh like half a lot of it will be you're outside. doing what you should be doing yeah i'm kind of doing what i should be doing Mm-hmm. And then now I get to be kind of cool barista boy when they need me. Yeah. I like that role. It's a good role. It's kind of fun. Yeah. From going from desk job for like four years to industry only for a little bit. Yeah. And now I do like, now I'd say I'm like three quarters desk job, one quarter industry. Which is a good place to be. It's not bad because I feel like I get on my feet. I know how yeah. to do all the drinks. It kind of humbles you a little bit. I feel like it gives me a little bit of cred with the other baristas because mm-hmm. I actually know how to do all the shit. Yeah. It's a nice situation. Nice sitch. Versus just being the guy who's just on his computer going, somebody get me a latte. Somebody get me a latte. I want a latte. I have important Mwah. work to do. What are you going to do? I'm tweeting. <laughs> I'm tweeting. I'm tweeting. For the company. <laughs> so that's good. I you know Because I was on the job hunt for a little bit. You were. And but I, uh, I think we we've made a mutual decision decision to see this through a little bit just to go a little harder at this and I think the owners like it it's literally minus doing some of the barista stuff it's the jobs I was applying for yeah I've got this other side got job I do and I've got some random freelance shit coming in logajameslukacs.com if you want to get in contact dot com uh, dot com so honestly is it a hundred percent where I want to be financially no no but there's It'll get there. Is it more or less where I want to be professionally? Kind of. Yeah. I don't know how else you get these kind of opportunities, so. Um, yeah, same. I want to just build something for myself that hopefully in like five years I'll be able to just be doing not very much work. Exactly. And for me, I just want to be managing a team or something like yeah. that or move on to being a part. So, guys, stop worrying about us, okay? We're fine. We're fine. We're fine. We're doing fine. Um, what else is no, I actually am very happy to be back. Yeah, you seem, nice. you seem better. I am good. <clears throat> I think you're always happy at 2HQ. I'm usually pretty happy there, too. Yeah. Got no complaints, everybody. You know, you lock horns once in a while with everybody, but that's just life. That's life. It's that's life. That's working life. That's working life, man. But uh, um, We went on a couple trips. Yes. A couple of trips. Mine is very different from yours. Dalton and I went to very similar locations. Dalton to Barcelona, Spain. Logan to Beaver Creek, Ohio. It's actually Barcelona, Catalonia. Oh really? Yeah, they like well, technically Spain, but they're you don't you don't talk about Spain there. It's not uh, cool to talk about Catalonia their, is the state or the province. They want to be their own thing. Oh, they want to be state, their own though? country. They're not really anything right now, but it's a territory kinda. owned by Spain. Yeah, kind of yeah. like a Puerto Rico situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. but they want to just be their own thing. Um, they hate Spain a lot. It's like Quebec. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you want to talk about your thing? Uh, just went home. Went home. Went home. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Mowed the lawn. That was nice. Uh, Mowing the lawn is nice. Watched Secret Life of Pets 2 with my mom. Saw that. You saw It 2. We both saw It 2. Saw it too. I actually watched a fuck ton of movies, man. Rocket Man. Top t- top three of the movies you watched. Of the movies uh, I watched? at home. While at home. Uh, number one's got to go to... Secret Life of Pets 2. Now, it's probably got to be Rocket Man. I think Rocket Man was number one. Is Rocket Man good? I like Rocket I Man. I want to see it. I but... think it's flawed. I think it's a bit trite, but I got a uh, space in my heart for biopics. So I 
really, really got me. It's crazy sometimes because yeah. it's insane the liberties they take in these stories because nobody who's going to no, nobody's it. memory is that good now. Also, everything in a biopic has to work so that this person who ends up getting so lucky that they become famous. It just works out because you know it does. Yeah, like, all their tension comes from their issues once they're famous. Usually, like no one's like, uh, well, I guess there are some people who are strung out for forever and then suddenly get famous. But most of the people, it's the other way around. Suddenly get famous, get strung out. That's like the back half of the movie until they get redeemed. Mm-hmm. So, and this is all executive produced by Elton John. It's insane. It's just like yeah, and they just keep playing the music. They just keep playing the songs, and it's Taron Egerton singing it. It's. It moves by super fast because it's like yeah. watching a bunch of music videos back to back. And then, I mean, there's some beautiful sequences in there that I think would have made really cool just music videos. As a movie, I always think they are kind of like, eh, but it's still so fun. Yeah, I'll probably check it out. It's just fun to see. It's like what Baby like Baby Driver is a music video, essentially. It's just cool. Yeah, yeah. I've never, I've never revisited Baby Driver. Me neither. Saw that I don't think I ever really ago. want to. Uh, I had fun enough with it, but it was, yeah. it's not my favorite. I think it's a theater movie. Definitely a theater movie. Uh, but probably goes that it chapter two. I mean, is number two? Probably. I really only saw the three movies, <laughs> and then Secret Life of Pets two. Secret Life of Pets two. Here's what I'm gonna say. I guarantee you, none of the listeners have watched Secret Life of Pets two. A lot of them probably have not watched Secret Life of Pets one. Hey guys, gotta catch up. <laughs> so I don't. I, I think I watched Secret Life of Pets. My mom loves animated movies, so when mm. we go home, it's just a bunch of that. So, and I like how we're talking more about this than Barcelona right now. <laughs> yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> but, um, so Secret Life of Pets 2 is like three episodes of a TV show intercut together. It's like not a movie. So, okay. if I was to plot a one dog going to a farm, one dog trying to get a, a, a toy back from a bunch of cats in a cat lady apartment, mm-hmm. and then the Kevin Hart bunny character trying to save a white tiger from a circus. And, of course, at the end, they all come together. And yeah. That's the end thing. But it's like 10 minutes of farm dog, 10 minutes of cat toy, 10 minutes of bunny, 10 minutes of farm dog. 10 minutes, just like yeah, yeah. it felt like there were actual commercial breaks. And in the theater, this is Cheapo Theater, 75 cents to get in, I believe. Very nice Damn. setup. And uh, there's probably only like 30 seats in there or whatever. So we get there initially, and there's no one in there. It's just me, uh, my brother and sister-in-law. Well, T. Lou and, and R.C., who've both been on the pod, because <laughs> I should say their names, and our, our mom, and we're, like, pumped, because it's just kind of like we just got this big screen to ourselves, and then this couple comes in, and they suck, man. They Do sit they? they sit in the exact same row as us. Why? But across the aisle. So oh, it's not, okay, but, like, yeah. it's still the same row. It was very weird why they chose it. It wasn't even, I don't know, no rhyme or reason to choose in that row. And then the guy is on his phone the whole movie. Just texting? Yeah, and like out. Just straight up Scrolling through Insta? Scrolling through... There was a girl doing that when I went to see it, too. She was just like banging out text right in front of me. It was wild. And I was like, not the time or place. I'm going to tell you, I'm mostly screen addicted, but I can... Going to movies is a great way to not look at your fucking phone. Yeah, I'll check my phone during movies to check the time, but I, I just pull enough of the thing out to see the time to like figure out how yeah. much of the movie is left. It's really... Like short of like maybe some family text, like there's no text you need to see at a movie no. theater. What text? What if you're choosing to go to a movie? What's the emergency? You know? Yeah, 
Like, postpone the movie, then, if you need... Yeah, if, like, your best friend's in the hospital, don't go to the movie. Also, like, is your best friend in the hospital an emergency? <laughs> <laughs> you are twisted. Uh, but anyway, yeah, he was on his phone the whole time, so it really took me out of the movie, so that's why it's not number one. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, it Chapter 2 is probably number two. We'll probably talk about that for a good chunk of time. But... Uh, I think I agree with the critic consensus out there is long, but it had long, its good moments. Had its flaws. Much like Secret Life of Pets 2, I believe it should be viewed as three episodes of a TV show. We yeah. like it a lot more. Um, from from reading about a third of the book so far, maybe close, yeah, about a third. So 2,000 pages. Um, of this fucking insane novel. Some tone. of my favorite parts of the book so far were completely left out, which is a big bummer. I've been hearing that from yeah. people. Um, there was just like there's just too much to fit in. It like, it they could have made it three movies, but it would have been hor- like that would have been dumb. Well, it's also but they could have also explored more of the adult life in the first movie. I think I don't know. I don't know how. Well, I don't. I don't know if there's a good way to do it. There's just there's literally too much in this book to cover. We got great, huge, expansive television shows nowadays. Yeah. It's a TV show, man. It would have been a it good... Might, it should have been a, maybe a It would have been episode, like a 10 episode, 10 hour, hour piece. Long. Yeah. Maybe one's even an hour and a half go net nutty. There would have been... A, there's enough for that. I know there's enough for that. Because and like the... Like I was telling you, the... um, Them getting back to Derry, like each one of their stories of how they get back to Derry is cut so short and changed in the yeah. movie. And those are like crazy pieces of the the book that I would have loved to see on screen. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, and with an hour and maybe chiseling some of it down or really choosing who you sit on a little bit longer, you could probably make a pretty great like hour ten minute episode out of that. Yeah. And then you get to you know cut to the Chinese food scene or whatever. But it just seems like even with how big the book is, the guy also made up new stuff for the movie. <laughs> Yeah, he did. He changed stuff unnecessarily, too. Changed a lot of stuff. And then there's just things about Pennywise, I think, the second time around that just are not nearly as effective as the first time Well, yeah, because they already kicked his ass as kids. And there's not, you're like, exactly. You're like, we're not going to be able to do it as adults you're now. Like, like, we didn't forget it. They yeah. forgot it, but we didn't forget it. So by the time they learn how to beat him again in essentially the same way, and spoilers alert, he turns into a clown baby. And uh, also, like, how did Mike not remember that that was the way to beat him? Yeah, there's something, like, going into the movie, though, I know that's what they do. It's such a trivial, easy way to beat Wait a second, you suck! Yeah. <laughs> just like, oh, man, we, I do suck, oh, no! Um, it's like, yeah, you, you suck, man. Yeah, like, I don't You're get how, bad how, how Mike forgot that. Uh, you know, I gotta, oh, yeah, because he remembers fucking everything. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, we're supposed to do the ritual. He wants to do, like, a whole new thing to beat it. It's kind of like... No, fuck off. Do the same thing you did last time. Yeah. Final thoughts on it, Chapter 2. I mean, I'll watch it when it gets on streaming. I probably will, too. But I'll be doing something else while I'm watching it. Same ditto. I always am. Uh, Hater crushed it, though. Hater crushed it. Do I regret watching it? No. Should we, uh, for this movie, should we call him? Spoiler alert. Gator. Dude! <laughs> <laughs> I can't. That's. Are you canceled now? Mm-hmm. Oh no, I don't think you are. No, he was gay in the movie. What I do know. You want me to do? <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, how's Barcelona? 
um i've been having trouble articulating my time in barcelona (laughs) (laughs) it's very hard to describe um hold on i actually i I wrote weird things down at the airport i'll i'm let me check and see if i want to read any of them okay i'll kill some time kill give me kill give like 30 seconds guys now's probably a good time to note that we will not be having the interstitial music drops in between segments here on account of my laptop screen broke over the weekend. Don't worry, Apple's covering it for free. Uh, But that has all of the current music on it for copying homework. So you're not going to be hearing that today for any of the transitions. We're going to be doing them live. Uh, You probably heard the old theme song at the top, so you know that's already done i don't even know why we got to address it let's see let's see if your lap so here's a disclaimer about the laptop if your screen breaks and you are a 2016 or 2018 macbook pro owner apple should cover it now if you go to micro center in chicago they'll say it's 560 dollars. but what you have to do is keep saying no no the website said it's free the website says free please don't make me pay 560 dollars and they'll say sir sir it's gonna be 560 dollars you have a broken screen and potentially a broken motherboard i'm saying it's just the screen there's a website the website says it's free if you go to the website trust me trust me micro center and then eventually they get on their keyboard and you send them the link and they see that it is and then they call apple and then it's free okay Dawn's back. <laughs> I wrote some tortured stuff at the airport following my trip to Barcelona. Okay. Um, are you are you willing to share? You don't have to. I'll, I'll read this this one little piece. Okay. Um, I'm curious. It's, it's pretty quick. Okay. Uh, I like I wrote pieces on every part of my trip, like um, on each person that I felt important, and like some of the experiences and stuff like it's that. Kind of a nice way to do a trip. It was like my first moment of being alone, and I needed to get things out, or I was gonna forget everything. Mm. So, this is this is what I wrote about Barcelona. <laughs> okay. Uh, Barcelona, a city compiled of much beauty, but overrun by graffiti, tourism, and trash. Barcelona <laughs> maintains its romanticism despite its shortcomings. Those fleeting <laughs> moments of authenticity have a way of filling your heart with feelings of escape and creativity that I imagine once lined every winding alley that makes up the city. Standing atop the balcony of the open-air department, watching the sun creep along the cobblestone streets as the birds sang the nightlife, night, as the birds sang the late-night party scene to sleep, and the early morning risers awake, I felt as if I, I could never leave. As the streets flooded through the late afternoon, uh, with people from every country imaginable all clamoring to hit the next great restaurant or bar, I felt as if I couldn't escape quick enough. The complexities of Barcelona <laughs> are only a small factor of what was potentially the most physically, mentally, and emotionally taxing <laughs> vacation of my life. <laughs> hey, man. That's a, that's a great opening to a book. That's a... So for everybody that wanted to know, that's my trip to Barcelona. <laughs> hey, from what I've heard from the expansion of those tales off mic, of course, uh, sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. That's so. Good. I liked that. I liked your I don't know, excellent writing. Moment to moment, I don't know if I loved or hated it. Yeah. But I know that it was like a very good life experience. We've had some life experience. The past it was month. so it was so incredibly different than what I expected it to be. 
The trip itself? Yeah, no, the city. And the trip itself was kind of in line, but, like, the city was just... I was expecting more of, like, a European vacation uh-huh. that was on the ocean, but it was way more of just, a, like, a beach town. It was, like... I honestly can only describe it as, like, like the Florida... Of, of Europe? Of Europe, yeah. <laughs> like, every... That's the name of like, the book. The Florida of Europe. At night, it was, like, it was gorgeous, and it was just, like, all the restaurants and bars, and, like, the city looked beautiful, despite being, like, covered in graffiti. Like, everything was covered yeah. in graffiti. Um, but during the day, it was, like, everywhere was lined with people selling, like, little trinkets and, like, all these weird shops that, like just sold beach towels and like sunscreen and weird yeah it was uh, i loved it it was it was really a gorgeous place but and like the trip itself was super fun but yeah like as you can tell by the the crazy existential writing i had i had an experience it's kind (laughs) of tough man i think it's tough to be anywhere (laughs) kind of and not get a little bit of that feeling yeah yeah because i mean london was the same way we were just around all tourist shops based on what we had access and knowledge of like it was yeah, kind of hard to like, get in i don't it. think that you we can like you can go to big cities and like have it a trip that you're expecting to have no i think i, I kind of um, go like grimy towns yeah that might be like what i try to do for my next trip yeah i mean because even he, like if somebody were from abroad and were like i want to go to america and live how most people live i would say well don't go to chicago la or new york <laughs> Well, no, but you can go to... So they could come to Chicago, but they, we would show them, like, our neighborhood. Yeah. Or, like, like the like the northern neighborhoods and oh, stuff yeah, yeah. like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't really like, know we wouldn't true them, Chicago. Yeah. yeah do, like, like, we wouldn't take them downtown to do touristy shit if they really wanted to live like we do. Oh, yeah, if they wanted We would like, just take them out and about up here where, like, no tourists ever go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All yuppies, bro. All the yuppies. All yuppies. All the locals, dude. Fucking poochies and strollers, baby. Poochies, strollers, and goddamn good restaurants. I'm going to get a dog in a stroller, man, just to fit in this neighborhood. I'm going to put my dog in a stroller. Dude, you'd get some real play with that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Barcelona, the book, coming out in 2022. I might put some of that stuff into, into something I write later on. It's good. I wouldn't. I wouldn't get rid of it. Um, I won't get rid of it. It's in. A, it's in a nice little safe notebook. And you like the notebook? I do like the notebook. Don't. We're both twenty-seven now. We're both twenty. Oh shit! That that. Well, you turned twenty-seven. While we, we turned still twenty-seven. Doing it. I think. But I turned twenty-seven. We're twenty-seven now. We're in the twenty-seven club. Twenty-seven club, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll probably be the next ones. The least cared about members of the twenty-seven club. I feel. Like, I might have talked about 27 already on the podcast. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel as monumental as 26. No, not at all. I was a little bit more in crisis at 26. I was in a major crisis at 26. 27, I'm firmly in my late 20s. It's okay. I, like, keep forgetting that I'm 27, and I remember, and I don't think anything of it. I don't, I think I'm, like, I keep thinking I'm 28. Now we, now we have, like, we have a good amount of older friends. Yeah. Um, people that are, like, hitting 30. Yeah. And so that, now I'm like, oh, 27. I'm, I'm a young, young guy again. I'm a young as fuck. I'm a young guy again. <laughs> <laughs> Until you go on a date with a 22-year-old. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, oh, I'm an old guy again. Like, ah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm old again. No, I feel like just 27, 28, 29, that's just one age. It really is. Feels like it. 
Pre thirty. They should just call it pre thirty. Yeah, I'm. I'm not ahead. I'm not behind. Just kind of live. Twenty six. You're not there yet. Twenty six. You're coping with the fact that you're about to be pre thirty. Yeah. But I also like. I still like. I, we might have talked about this on the pod before. I know we've talked about it a lot in life. I feel like thirty is like not even a like a old age anymore. Not really. Doesn't seem like it. Like thirty five is a new twenty five. I think. If anything, people, and I'm guilty of this as well, like try to judge accomplishments based on the year they're in and all that kind of stuff. But, mm-hmm. I mean, what are you going to do, man? Everybody's coming from different starting blocks. I've accomplished plenty of things. Yeah, I feel good about what I've, I've accomplished. Done st- I feel like I've done some stuff that other people will never experience in their life. Like? Uh, I've been in burning buildings. <laughs> That's true, yeah. I've resuscitated a human being. Yeah. I... Wrote a collection of short stories. <laughs> I wrote a lot. I wrote one terrible screenplay, and I wrote part of a. And I wrote an hour long noir. We made a mixed reviewed web series. Made a mixed reviewed web series. We wrote a second season and almost all of a movie. We finished uh, sixty episodes of a podcast somehow. We've done yeah over a year of a podcast. Put a bunch of shorts. Look, we've done a lot, guys. I've done a lot in life. I've done a lot more than some people. I've traveled. Traveled. I've seen most of America. I've done outdoors stuff. I've uh, I've loved and I've lost. Mm. Mm. I've made pure, true love to a, <laughs> to a lady. <laughs> <laughs> and had it I all swept out from underneath you. I don't, uh, I don't remember what that was from, but that's from something. Mm. Could have fooled me. Um, show and tell? Show and tell. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to the Show and Tell. Show and Tell. Uh, we're not going to have any music for it. Just... Oh, I think it's from... Um, um, forgot again. Owen Wilson, Woody Allen. Oh, is it Midnight, Midnight in Paris? Midnight Paris, yeah, yeah. Oh, now you're really canceled, bro. <laughs> Can't be talking about Woody Allen references. All right, Show and Tell. Uh, I go first. Okay. Ready? You didn't have... Uh, yeah, it's not a fight for it. Dayquil and... <laughs> <laughs> I got a few. I got a few show and tells. Uh huh. Number one, legit. We always have a few. If you're sick, man, get that Dayquil. It's great. Dayquil is good when you're sick. Number two, Wu Tang and American Saga on Hulu. Oh it's Wu Tang Wednesday. Don't, need to do, don't listen to this one. Uh, it's a biopic, but it's a TV show. The founding of the Wu Tang Clan. It's bad. Watch it every Wednesday. That's what I do. You can follow me at Homework Pod. I'll live tweet the next episode. <laughs> uh, that's all I got right now. Okay. I will do... I, got, I have another one, too. Mine <laughs> Mine is um, uh, Righteous Gemstones. Righteous Gemstones on HBO. It's a good show. Uh, it's a very good show. Check it out if you have not yet. It's very funny. Um, uh, recently, on accident following a visit from my mother she left some milk and cereal and i haven't had cereal in a long long time if you haven't revisited cereal in a while give it a shot it's good it's really good i uh i fall I, i fall victim to my own like paranoia about being healthy and eating like a like good like eating well yeah uh so i avoid cereal a lot of the time but fuck it's so good like that I haven't had it in forever. I'm fine. You got sugar frosted Rice Krispies, man. Yeah, they were, <laughs> they're like the worst for That's you. right. That's just grains of sugar and milk. <laughs> they were so tasty. It jumps right in, baby. Um, what else have I got? Uh, rewatch the West Wing if you got time. It's really good. Um, recently, I've been, 
I used to only do like one book at a time, but recently I've been bouncing between books, and I I I like it. If you're a one, uh, okay. if you're a one book at a time person, do it like TV, you know. I know some people who do a few books at yeah. once. Yeah, bounce around. Um, that's probably it. I'm in a good place right now. <laughs> I'm good. I uh, just get out there, and be happy, guys. Guys, get out there and be happy. Be good with you. I think it keeps sounding like we're not in a good place, but I actually am. I, feel, I know. I feel very good. <laughs> I feel I, honestly, I feel pretty. I'm a little. I just am a little sick. Is what I don't like mm-hmm. about myself right now. Feel a little sick. Um, I got one. Go ahead. Here's okay. Here's what I'm gonna say. You know what's an anti show and tell? What? I'm gonna interrupt you right now. Cupcake. Cupcake wine. Cab salve. Yeah. Cupcake. Vineyards, Cab Sav, bad. Yeah, I shouldn't be drinking too much wine right now since I'm all sick, but yeah, it's bad. Yeah. Okay, go ahead with yours. Third one. Okay, so let's say something distressing happens in your life, okay? okay. Like Mus- what? Like anything bad. <laughs> <laughs> you know, anything bad could happen. Anything bad could happen at any moment. You know, vague bad things can happen. I don't know if anyone's out there who's like me, but... I like listening to music. Mm-hmm. I like listening to some tunage. This is like your fifth music show. It's not like, okay, look, maybe I'm the music guy. <laughs> maybe I'm the music. If you guy. say playlist, if you say if you, if it's a playlist, it's not a playlist. Okay, not a playlist. But <laughs> so, but sometimes if you're in a certain mood and it's persistent, you can't really listen to the same songs you want to listen to anymore because mm-hmm. they're gonna either remind you of certain things or they're going to <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> Trying to. Be honest. Um, <laughs> or the subject matter is a bummer or whatever. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? They're not going to help you. Yeah. Here's who dug me out Young Thug's album, So Much Fun. Young Thug's So Much Fun? His new album, So Much Fun. I don't oh, it's even, new. It's brand new. It came out this month. Okay. Or it came out August. But man, if you're in a funk, start bumping that, man. Is it so much fun? It's pretty fun. <laughs> And Young Thug doesn't make you think about anything, man. No. <laughs> it's just fun. It's just so much fun. And it, it, I tell you what, musically, it dug me out. That's good. Because, you know... No, I get it. I get it. Like, they're, like, they're still mu- like, there's still songs that remind me of dumb stuff, and it bums me out. Yeah, and, I, and I'm always going to... You're always going to have that, like, yeah. no matter what. There's, like, a lot of... I mean, I'll, I'll attach stuff to movies i'll attach it to like anything i'm just like i'm i think i'm like chronically sentimental in that regard Mm -hmm. but in a lot of ways i try to like phrase it as like a good good memory like it's like oh it's fine that things remind you of stuff that's pretty human yeah kind of like beautiful in that regard but if something like is either like fresh or like you're just now like processing stuff sometimes you gotta dig yourself out of position and the reason i think about this is because i told a friend over the weekend about this revelation because they were sad and continuing to listen to just like sad music can't do that i was like yo you gotta just type in fucking hype beat playlist Nicki Minaj radio who fucking cares dude because another thing about a lot of rap music especially current popular rap music not necessarily like the more introspective like hip-hop that i usually like it's just a little bit more fucking beats and just some sounds (laughs) yeah just like the confidence of that brings you up as well it does i um i do the same like when i'm like my like typical favorite genre would be like folkier, like Americana type music. Mm-hmm. But when I'm like in a bummer mood, I cannot listen to it. No, any because of it. It's like, just I like I just I I need to just listen to like just straight like eighties nineties hip hop. Yeah, and just fucking 
jam out. Just kind of it's because there's such a when you're when you're sad or you're upset or something like that, it suddenly becomes such a huge part of your personality for a while. Yeah. Whereas like the majority of the time, you're not like that. But it's hard to feel like you're not like that, and mm-hmm. especially when all you can consume and like accept is just bummer shit around you. Yeah. So like you gotta find ways to dig yourself out, and I found that with music was really helpful to dig myself out, just to fucking be like, oh yeah, fucking fun, <laughs> fucking fun, <laughs> fucking fun, cool stuff, man, radical fun stuff, radical fun stuff. Um, they call me Radical Fun Logan. What's up? I'm Logan, aka Radical Fun. And look, you're not it's not gonna be fun all the time, guys. It can't be fun all the time. There's a reason sad songs get written. They help. You gotta be sad sometimes. You gotta be sad sometimes. But I'll tell you this much: when you're really fucking sad and you hear a sad song, get out of here, sister. Be, listen, you gotta lean into that destruction, and that's awful. I don't. That's bad. As I said, just just people just before pre air. Yeah, off uh, mic. Mike. Off mic, right before we started, I, I told Logan I've been killing it with writing lately. Mm-hmm. I've been loving what I'm writing, um, and what's what's helping me is sad songs. You like the sad, sad stuff, songs? With sad it. stuff can really get me going. Oh, you know what? It, so if rap is what dug me out, what got me back into the kind of music I do like to listen to, the new Lana Del Rey album. Oh, I haven't listened to that yet. Norman fucking Rockwell. I um, have not really listened to much. If Lana you're a mid twenties woman on Twitter, you definitely have listened to Lana Del. Rey. I know, I know, I know. I just like it's I've never good. really given her a shot. It's, I don't really get what her music is. It's uh, I like I know like, I know that I know some of her songs, but I don't remember which ones are hers. Mm. She the it's, it the, it starts off really strong. I'll give you that much. I, I and I usually listen to albums all the way through, so I've yeah. I've really listened to the first five songs a lot, and then all the way through a couple times. But it's good writing music. It's good vibe out music. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she's just got it's a sometimes just a pretty voice can deliver any message. Yeah, pretty voice is nice. I usually listen to like female rock singers, and it's, there's harder edges on there. It makes me feel bad. That's your jam. You love you love female music. I do, but when I'm sad, it feels like they're yelling at me. <laughs> <laughs> Quit yelling at me, cause I know. Stop it! I know. I know. I know. No, I ain't no good. <laughs> yeah, that's my show and tell. Music again. I'm by five out of six. Music. Nice. Uh, what's next? Social studies. Social studies. <laughs> okay. Let's see. What are you feeling? I don't know. Let's do cupcake. We got cupcake wine right in front of cupcake. us. Cupcake. You doing it or I'm doing it? You're doing it. Oh, uh, you, you Dalton has his phone out too, so I'm just looking at stuff on my phone. He's just looking at shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know me, man. I just always looking at shit. Guys, this episode is brought to you today by looking at shit. Can't we've been doing this for what when we start recording this? I don't know. I think May 3rd. May 3rd. 2018 is when we put the first eps out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think beginning of April is when we started. Middle of April. What are you... Why, why are we figuring this out? I don't know. I thought people might find it's interesting. Okay, cupcakes. Uh, these are bad. They're bad? Yeah, I'm trying to find a good one. Nothing interesting about cupcakes. Okay, do um, a lot of think pieces about where to find the best cupcakes, but I don't think we want some drama. 
Do uh, election. Election. Oh, this will be good. Just wait, guys. Just shut up and wait in your cars driving to work. Oh, this is bad. Okay. 2001 photo of Trudeau, Justin Trudeau, in brown face makeup Royals Canada election. Oh, no. This was released today. Uh, today? This is, this is, is it, from, do they have the picture? Uh, I will I'll see if they do. I'm interested at this point. This is from the New York Times, reporting from Ottawa. The re-election campaign of Prime Minister Justin Trudeau of Canada was thrown into turmoil on Wednesday when a photograph surfaced of him wearing brown face makeup at a 2001 private school party. Look out, bro! That's bad. That's bad. All that whole sentence is the worst thing for you. The photograph had been taken when Mr. Trudeau, then a 29-year-old teacher... He was 29? I thought that... I thought he was about to be like a privileged kid, but he is a prime minister and it's 2019, so it's not like... Yeah, I guess I wasn't thinking of the timeline, but I was expecting... I was like, I thought it was going to be like a little forgivable because he was like a 20-year-old, uh, you know? A little idiot 20-year-old yeah. brown face. I don't know. Uh, but, attended in but 29? A, he attended an Arabian Nights-themed costume gala at West Point Grey Academy in Vancouver, according to the Time Magazine, who published the image. Speaking with reporters on the plane, Trudeau, who has long championed the rights of racial minorities in Canada... Confirmed that the photo showed him in a costume party dressed as a character from Aladdin with his arms wrapped around a woman he described as a close friend. (laughs) (laughs) This is something I shouldn't have done many years ago, Mr. Trudeau said. I take responsibility for my decision to do that. I didn't think it was racist at the time. I now realize it was racist. He added, I'm going to be asking Canadians to forgive me. Uh, Mr. Trudeau said that he also wore blackface. Jesus. Oh, no. He it, he told him about another. Th- he He's, did it again? Yeah. Mr. Trudeau said he also wore blackface in high school while performing Deo, the Jamaican folk song. Ah, uh, JT. Uh, newly served photograph. Okay. I just kind of want to see this. High page. school. Still. I mean, it's still bad, but I like. Well. At least it's, he's, it's like a teenager. Yeah. Like, I mean. Making not like a. But 29 and a teacher, like. I feel like you gotta know, like twenty nine in a teacher. But also, yeah. like I mean, this it's is like how, I don't know. We were we did fucked up shit as far as like just stuff we didn't even know about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's tough. It's like the same like stuff as like the like like Sarah Silverman doing like the old like her old bit. It's like oh, of, I like, thought it was like funny and edgy, and then you're like, no, it's not. It's of like shitty. Yeah, she was like making a sketch of how it was bad to do it, but yeah. still did it. Yeah. So it's weird. Like you can't do like. Irony and racism like don't really mix, and no. then well, that's this is a side point. I think he just thought it was like a funny costume, like I think he thought he could just do it, uh, which is wild. All right, let's um, see if we find his photo. But he's still like, oh wow, all in all, has been a good prime minister. Yeah, but dude, this is two thousand one. He went, he went all out. You're gonna be shocked. <laughs> I'm. I don't know. Oh, no. <laughs> that's so bad. Guys. That's not even like a little bit. That's like really. Yeah. He like covered every inch of his neck and face. In his hand. Look at In his, his hand. hand. Oh, yeah, my guys, man. He went really all out. Um, wow. <sighs> huh? I guess. That's strange. I guess that's for Canada to figure out. Yeah. Like we got our own shit to deal with. We we have a president who's done worse things. Worse things. <laughs> worse things. Way worse things. I mean, yeah, you can't 
I mean, I don't know. That's pretty bad. And looking. he still might win again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I think that JT might be okay. I think JT might be fine. I don't think he did a good... I don't know anything about the Canadian I think election. he did a bad thing. I've heard there's not really... I think, I think my sister-in-law was saying this, that they don't like love him but they usually don't vote in not strong candidates and there's not a strong opposition candidate yeah so like even if there were people i thought he was loved um people for a while he was right he's yes but he's kind of like obama and that like it people did really like obama but then you find one person who doesn't and he fucking hates obama okay. so it's kind of like that i guess yeah. they're like right wing really dislikes him but they don't have a really strong party. I think the parties got split up a few years back, and it's been pretty liberally dominated. Like now that. the right wing will really love him. <laughs> They're like, wait a second, is this our guy? This is cool. this guy's cool. Yeah, these polls swing the other way. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know how Canadian. Sorry about that, Canada politics work, but I don't. I don't know, man. I hope he's learned. But also, like all we can say is, hey, Canada, we get it. Everybody's. Made mistakes. Everybody tries to learn and be better. Let's hope. I was more so talking about having like a leader that's done shitty things. Oh yeah, hey, we've done it. Every leader we've had has like had to kill people, though. You know, I don't think Obama killed people. Dude, hit this joint. (laughs) Like he definitely did. (laughs) Yeah, he did. He had to authorize drone strikes and stuff. Like he he did. Oh, that. I mean, he he didn't like. You can consider that killing people. Yes, it's killing people. But like that's his fucking job. Huh? I guess so. Huh. Never thought of it that way. <laughs> I thought you meant like killed people like fucking like the Clinton body count killed people. Oh yeah, you guys go go back to the election special, <laughs> I think. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. I think so. That yeah. was good. Um That was back when it was homework with friends. Uh make homework homework again. But no, that is literally his job. Like he just has to do that sometimes. I know, I know. I don't want it that's never though. good to kill people. I don't but, want that job. But that, that that's part of his job. Sorry. It's not fun. We don't have a guidance office, do we? That's probably why he went in looking like he was 29 and came out looking like he was 63. Looking tough. Yeah. <laughs> looking old. I think having to authorize drone strikes and killing people ages the fuck out of you. Man, you gotta... How often does the president go to therapy? Probably not often. He probably doesn't have time. I'd be, I'd be booking some therapy sessions, I think. You'd have to, you'd have to do like five-minute sessions. From what I learned, from what I know about rewatching The West Wing, yeah, president doesn't have any time. You're just like you're you're running all day. You know, I you guess get so. like four hours of I sleep a night. So. Same with the whole staff. Like the whole staff is just like up and running. What would be constantly? Okay, so we all know Trump golfs a lot. Yeah, Obama had a bunch of basketball games. Mm-hmm. What would be your presidential kickback? Uh, I already know what mine would be. It'd probably either be like golfing or just working out. I'm using the White House Theater all day. Oh, well, I mean, I would do that too. I thought you meant like a physical activity to oh. like get out and about. Oh, and yeah. Stuff. Well, I think, yeah, you know what I mean. I think I feel you on that one. Um, I'm just saying, like, what's your, like, where they like, oh man, President Lee is out there XYZ in again on our tax dollars. Um,. I don't know. He's out there jogging around again. Because you wouldn't really see me work out, you know? It'd Good. probably be more in private. No, you're, you like to publicly work out on the <laughs> lawn. Uh, yeah, I don't even know what it would be. I'd set up like a little 
public beat lab. <laughs> All of like both those things, but the, both the things that we said would be in private. Yeah, but what if it was? What if it you had to do it in public? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You have to do one of your hobbies in public. So it'd be, yeah, it would be like in public. It would just be like me in a chair or on a couch <laughs> drinking a full bottle of wine while I, while I rewatch a season of a of Mad Men. How funny would that be? <laughs> Very funny. Like the president just has like a Twitch stream. <laughs> but I don't think I would have too many public things. Yeah, I'd be making beats for the people. I think you'd have time, man. That would be the name of my thing. I'd be beats for the people. Beats for the Logan Lukacs is beat, beats. President Lukacs beats for the people. And then everybody would hate them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You got. You can't lie. Though. People would eat that up if I was a cool president. Yeah, but they would also be like, "We'll get to work." I'd be like, "Nah, man, it's beat day. <laughs> it's beat day. What day is it? Everybody knows that Wednesdays is beat day. You said that about Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, Sorry, guys. Shit. Uh, what else we got? Uh, guys, counselor's office. Welcome everybody to the guidance office. You want a dose? Top me off. Cupcake. <laughs> Finish it off. Well, we don't have anything for the guidance office today, guys. I don't even know if we have any good canned questions or anything like that. Um, um, we dropped some of our own conventional wisdom during show and tell. <sighs> guidance office. How far did you get into Sapiens? <laughs> I didn't get that far into Sapiens. You I'm a few finish, chapters didn't in. Didn't finish it? A couple chapters in. A couple chapters in the Sapiens. Guidance office. How about, okay, general advice. General advice. Okay. Well, general advice. It seems like you did this in Barcelona to get the things out of your head. I've done this a handful of times over the past month and have done it in the past, certainly. But it's using the old pen and paper to relieve your woes. Yeah. It, um... I mean, I guess we can't say it'll work for everybody, but it works for me really well, yeah. especially with remembering things. Yeah. Um, if I get out, like, the emotions I've felt, I think, like, on pen and paper, it helps me remember little details about stuff. Oh, you can help kind of attach Piece, details. Like, how things. I was feeling, like, moment by moment will help me remember what was actually happening it's that true. made me feel that way. Um, I do it. But no, writing always makes me feel better. And that might have been part of like the tumultuous part of Barcelona because I thought I would be able to like have time to get writing, like oh, a, a yeah. good amount of writing done each morning. And like that was like what something I wanted out of the trip but didn't get. Yeah. And so when I got to the airport and finally had four hours to just like sit and like get everything out, it was like it was instantly like de-stressed me and i was like relieved <laughs> yeah you're like oh it's finally out of me yeah <laughs> yeah i usually i use it if i'm distressed I, i'll use writing to like open up a dialogue with myself and kind of like mm -hmm. help frame a narrative around whatever i might be distressed about to kind of help like fast forward to the perspective piece quicker yeah because that's the most difficult part if you're upset about something is you know in a month, two months, a year, whatever, you're going to feel fine about all of it, but you don't feel fine right then. <laughs> so, yeah. like, the instant gratification muscle in your brain goes, no, feel fine now, and I think that's where a lot of the dissonance comes from. That's where 
the sadness comes from or whatever. Yeah. But if when I write, at least, man, it's, it's like it's like little hits, it's like bumps. Sometimes it goes away pretty quick. Sometimes it lasts for the day. But like it really helps you frame that narrative to where you can actually see the beginning, middle, end, and break it down for yourself a little bit more so than leaving things open-ended or not even addressing them at all mm-hmm. um so yeah if you guys are feeling down even if you're not feeling down journal i don't journal as well as i used to i used to be an everyday journal guy uh but i still have to do it pretty periodically yeah i have um i have a journal but i write everything like kind of with a narrative Ooh. so a lot of the times like stuff that i'll put in my actual like writing work like um like in the aforementioned like i i started writing a noir like tv mini series like a four part like mm-hmm. it was meant to be like an hour long but i wrote the first hour part of it and was like i never want to write any more of this but like a lot of the stuff that i would draw from that like i took from my own journal and like like would take like stuff that the character should be feeling in moments and like take it from my journal and or like remember what I was feeling then that's and nice. like make it into put it into the story I do that with like that's why I do stuff like after after like trips and stuff like that I'll write about each piece of the trip um like I said before like for Barcelona like I wrote about Barcelona in general I wrote about each person that I like each important person not like every single person yeah. I met but like I wrote about the food I wrote about where we lived um, and it's not, it's not like long stuff. It's like a quick, like, it's like a very little notebook and it's like a quick, like three, four pages in the notebook just to like get it out. Yeah. But then like, if I need to, like, if I want to write about like something that could be a similar situation to something or like a similar relationship to what I felt with a person in that, like I can just open that up and like, boom, remember the, remember the exact emotions and like uh, spit it out. That feeling is like method acting, but method writing. Yeah. Huh. That's nice. Yeah. Well, there you have it, folks. I don't know how many of our friends write things, but there you go. Well, it's like... If you want to, try it out. It's like, I don't know. Yeah, well, we both write recreationally and hopefully professionally one day. But uh, it's still good exercise. It is, yeah, yeah, journal. Regardless. Journal or, like, dream journaling's fun. Like to say... Yeah, I'll fuck you up though. I'll fuck you up though. Oh man, we are back at it. <laughs> it's only it is eight thirty. It feels like it's a midnight. Guys, look, if you got here's what I'm gonna say. If you got the fall flu. We both have had it. I just, I'm getting over it. Logan's getting just into getting it. into it. You gotta, man, just lean into it. It's kind of, there's these moments where you feel fucked up. I drank like the first like three nights of mine, Whoa. of my flu, and it made me, it made it even worse. I think it drug it out. Yes. Well, I, well, I guess I drank on Saturday, but you know, it's Wednesday now, so I've been yeah. pretty good. I think I started getting sick like Sunday night, mm-hmm. but really hit yesterday. It's like medium today. I'm yeah. hitting the nighttime, though, so that's when it really kicks back in. The sore throat's gone, knock on wood. Sore throat goes away quick. I started getting sick last Tuesday, drank a bottle of wine last Wednesday, <laughs> uh, took Thursday off, drank heavily on Friday, <laughs> drank heavily on Saturday. 
It's the last of... Drank last night, drank now drinking today. <laughs> it's the last of Chicago summer. Man, Chicago summer, huh? It's exhausting. It's exhausting, but always memorable. Well, guys, I'm loving... Oh, are you wrapping it up? Yeah. You done? <laughs> kind of. All right, let's wrap I, it up. I, mean, I like talking to the people. I like talking to you, man, but do we have anything else? No. <laughs> I'm just, just trying to get a grasp of what we're doing. We're wrapping, wrapping it, it up. up. We're wrapping it up. <laughs> hey, put up your field goal. Oh, uh, man, I just like the Michigan State kicker. Way <laughs> off. <laughs> you guys catch the state game. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, that is homework with friends. Hey, God willing. Just getting his copy. God willing, and the crick don't rise. We'll have another episode out next week for you guys. Um, God willing, we'll, we'll put this out tomorrow. <laughs> just do it. Just do it right after this. <laughs> we don't have any. I guess we got to put the music on. Uh, guys, I need to go to bed, I think. Well, there it is. I think you're getting sick just from listening to me. 53 minutes, and we're out. I thought we were recording for like two hours. No. (laughs) We haven't even hit an hour yet. Well, the last few have been like an hour and a half, man. I know. I thought it was our new vibe. I like that mood. Hashtag summer mood. Speaking of moods. But you ain't got it. You're too too sick right now. I haven't even haven't eaten dinner yet either. I'm pretty hungry. I'm surprised you want to do that. Um, If you want to connect with us, at homeworkwithfriends at gmail.com. Wait. Homeworkwithfriends at gmail.com. There you go. At homeworkpod at Twitter. That's the good one. You're gonna to want to follow that one. That's me. I'm popping. You're gonna to want to follow that one. I, I'm Dalton Gene Lee on everything: Twitter, Instagram, G, and email. I'm gonna say follow him on Twitter and Instagram too, but definitely follow at Homer Pod <laughs> at Twitter. I'm getting funnier. Uh, I'm trying to be trying to be Twitter famous. I still got more followers than you do. I know, man, but I'm uphill battle. My tweets are funnier. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> I get the same few people. Just kidding. They're good. I get the same few you're, people you're who like all my good. tweets. Mine's are fine. I had a big one not too long ago that I got 21 likes. That's pretty big. That's my man. biggest one. It's damn near viral. Which is, uh, it's not big compared to the big peeps, the the, the famous people out there, yeah. but it's big for me. For your friends. You, that's, you know. a, that's a fifth of my followers. It's a good, that's good engagement yeah. numbers. I learned that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, go ahead and give us a follow. I'm Logan Sketchbook at Instagram, but you don't got to worry about that. Um, Give it a look. You might like it. I think you guys will like it. It's a little scattered nowadays. I might make a new, more cohesive one. A new one? Well, one that's more just all cartoons. One that's more Sketchbook. Oh. Because I fucked up, I think, with Instagram. We don't need to talk about that. This is an off-air thing. Yeah. I don't, I don't, it's not even interesting. I don't even know. Yeah, I got, I got thoughts. Um, <laughs> it's okay. Ah, shit. Shit. (laughs) See you guys next week, probably. (laughs) Uh, Get you next time, player. Get you next time. I forgot what we said.